caution. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston Country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. Okay, I have a major personal announcement. Because of the fact the Bay Area, uh, starting tonight at midnight, is on virtual lockdown, there's no way that I'm going to be able to continue going to my new job that I talked about in the last podcast episode. And because of that, and it's not 100%, I haven't gotten an official email or call or text, but just from the news that we're on a lockdown for all non-essential travel, I guess. I mean, they're saying that you can leave if you need to go to the grocery store or for an essential purpose. And that stores that serve an essential purpose can remain open. I don't know if my new job as an as automotive product specialist counts as essential. I mean, you could make a case for it. You need cars to get around. Uh, they're going to need uh, off-wheel and all-wheel drive vehicles if shit really hits the fan, right? But uh, somehow I don't think that's going to fly. And I do think it looks like I'm going to be home now for three weeks, which is the period of lockdown that's being mandated again tonight at 12 o'clock in the San Francisco Bay Area, seven counties, including the one I'm located in, the one I work in and where my parents live and basically all the counties in the San Francisco Bay Area, everywhere uh, within basically everywhere an hour to two hours outside of San Francisco and San Francisco itself essentially is on this uh, uh, non-essential lockdown. You could phrase it that way. And this is already on top of the closures of wineries and the closures of bars and the special limitations put on restaurants. So because of this, I'm going to have a lot more time to podcast with you and cover the coronavirus freak out. And that's what I think this is. I think it's a freak out. I don't think people are adequately weighing the consequences of these measures, because while the coronavirus is a killer, well, so is a great recession that kills people, too. It kills people slowly and in a different kind of way, but it certainly is very damaging to a lot of Americans if, if you're going to have this kind of isolation and lockdown and the economic ramifications that are going to come of it. Now, for me, I'm going to take it in stride. Whatever happens, likely they're going to lay me off or they're just going to keep me around for three weeks and... Uh, and hope that it gets better. I don't know. That's a, a saying. The last one in is the first one out. And because I was like the last one hired at this place, looks like they're going to they're gonna kick me out. So that's okay. I'm going to get through it. Lots of people really uh, are in a worse economic situation if you're in the restaurant industry. I mean, you're really struggling right now. And there's going to be people that aren't going to be able to pay rent or they're going to get short on their mortgage, and that's going to have a rippling effect for the economy. You know, what happened today with this announcement of the counties that are on lockdown in the San Francisco Bay Area, my wife uh, got really concerned, and she said, you know, we got to go to the grocery store, and we got to go uh, get what we can get. 
And, uh, you know, I was kind of dismissive about it. You know, it's going to be a rush. Do we really have to go today? Well, I'll tell you, you know, happy wife, happy life. So we did go. And it was frightening, honestly, the lines at the grocery store today. And uh, we ended up going to Target because our local grocery store was just practically overrun. Even Target had really long lines. Now, people are somewhat calm. The checkout people are cheery. And they're saying, you know, we're, we have more trucks coming. And and it's not like everything's gone, but uh, there's no canned soup. There's no water. There's no paper towels. There's no toilet paper. And so if you look really hard, maybe you find like a, a Fiji water here or there in, in the entire Target. Or you see uh, they still had two Brita filters, um, which I picked one up. But tonight, for people working, they come home late. There's going to be nothing in that store. I mean... When I left, a huge, huge line just kept growing and growing. And again, it's all because of this lockdown order that's been given from the counties. If you didn't have it, you wouldn't have people crowding the supermarkets thinking, oh my goodness, this is it. They're all making the doomsday run. And of course, you're going to sell out of items when everybody and their mom and their dad is getting the, the doomsday uh, target run. So, you know, I didn't go crazy. You're going to ask, what did I get? There wasn't much. I got some mashed potatoes, you know, the mix that stays good and fresh and uh, non-perishable items, mac and cheese, some frozen stuff. You know, it's nice. We still have electricity. We still have water. And so it gives you a lot of leeway on the type of items that you can get. And if you're prepared for a few days or a few weeks, I mean, that's what you're supposed to be prepared for a few weeks anyway, right? And it's a good wake-up call for that. So what are your thoughts? Is this a, a big freak-out? I mean, it seems to me that having everybody swarm a Target and the grocery stores in these long lines is a, it's the opposite you want uh, when you have an infectious disease spreading around. You're going to put all these people now, uh, crowd them together in long lines, and you're going to get a ton of people sick just from this lockdown order. Yeah, I understand non-essential, but it's essential to go to the grocery store and you look at the lines. Even had a, a few police officers I saw, we thought, oh, here they're for crowd control. No, they were just shopping. They got the message too. Hey, we're on lockdown. Get what you can get before supplies run out. This is Kingston Country. The Dan Kingston Podcast is brought to you by Traveling with Janice and Cruise Brothers. You can count on Traveling with Janice and Cruise Brothers to be your trusted resource to help with travel-related questions and recommendations, especially given what's going on in the news right now. You don't want to book anything without first consulting Janice to ensure you stay safe and protected. Call Janice at 480-648-3324 or email travelingwithjanice at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, every time you see somebody with a sniffle or a scratchy voice or a cough, oh, it's a corona. It's a corona. Now, I don't want to make light of it, but you're looking at a deadly situation, which is the human experience is deadly. Okay. And I think we have some kind of fear, very, very fearful about our own mortality, right? That's, that's obvious, and it's a human thing. 
But have we forgot that this country is the home of the brave? Have we forgotten that we are actually the toughest, most rugged society in the world? Have we forgotten that that's how we made our claim to fame is a underdog mentality? Pick yourself up from the bootstraps and get it done. And don't freak the fuck out because guess what? We're going to get through this. We're not the home of pussies. We're the home of the brave. It means something. We got through many calamities. People are saying there's nothing like this. Trust me. World War II? This was a cakewalk compared to World War II. Or 9-11. Do you remember they shut down all air travel during 9-11? Or the Great Recession? These... Things we get through, not by freaking the fuck out, but by calming down, by taking things one step at a time. And, you know, there really is a silver lining to everything. You're going to have homes are going to become more affordable, aren't they? Aren't aren't certain things going to become more affordable? I bet you we're going to get some real good deals on the cars we sell. You know, if we do stay open, you're going to get one hell of a discount. And if you want to book that trip uh, to Europe, I mean, I wouldn't recommend doing it now. But down the road, you're going to get some really good deals on everything. Some guy's going to get uh, super rich selling toilet paper, figuring out a way to manufacture toilet paper and get that to the people. That guy's going to become a billionaire, whoever does that, or gal, whoever does it. So there's opportunity in the downturn. There's opportunity during times like this. And that's the beauty of the American spirit. And that's the beauty of our mentality that got us through to this point. You know, we didn't get to 2020 by being a bunch of pussies. We got here by being the home of the brave. And I don't think we've forgotten that. You look around, yeah, there's long lines, but people are genuinely calm, uh, generally calm and, and somewhat good spirits. And understanding that, you know, this is not a time to freak out. Despite what our government officials are doing and saying, we have to lead by example and not let this fear hysteria mentality take over. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Uh, but, But lead by example. Stay calm. Stay brave. Stay practical. Now, I do think that it's a huge overreaction to shut down the entire society. I think social distancing, no more handshakes, closing big events or postponing large events. You know, these things do make sense. But shutting down an entire country? This isn't communist China or fascist Italy. I don't think we should do that. And I think it sets a dangerous precedent for our democracy. When you limit groups of 50 or more, I'm sorry, but that's unconstitutional. There's a reason why we get very suspicious when government tells us to limit groups of 50 people or more. And I don't really want them to figure out how to close down our country. I mean, it's never really happened before, and I don't want them to learn how to do it. And I don't want the American people to get used to it whenever something happens. Oh, government, shut it down and save us. We have to save ourselves. 
the communities of this country have to figure out what works for them, what works for their people, what works for their constituency. We don't need some top-down Chinese government approach shutting everything down. Then you have draconian effects and consequences that nobody anticipated, like uh, target centers becoming hotbeds for disease spread because you have the long, long, long lines that I guess the bureaucratic assholes couldn't put two to two and, uh, you know, they couldn't add it up and figure out that it equals four, that two and two does equal four, right? When you have an announcement that everything is going to be shut down, you're going to have swarms of people freaking out. Now, if you're going to make that announcement, at least prepare Target, at least prepare the private industry that they're going to need to increase supplies. It's like they're not even thinking over there. They're just trying to outdo one another. Don't you think? Everybody's just trying to outdo the other guy so that they look like the politician that didn't have their pants down. And it doesn't matter how ugly and pulled up and tight and unfitting and unstylish and unpractical those pants that he's wearing are, as long as he's not caught with those pants pulled down. Well, I would say, don't be so afraid of letting your dick hang out. What are you so afraid of? Why are you so afraid of having your pants down? Do you really need to be that afraid if you have a functioning cock? Kingston Country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. 